Hello, I'm Hannah Jenna. And I'm Rachel Johnson, and welcome to Before and After, a body image podcast. We are here to discuss our ideas, perceptions, and beliefs about how we look and how we see others. We'll be looking at research and trends in the world of fitness and nutrition, as well as looking at our own biases related to body image and busting some persistent myths that abound in advertising and on social media. We hope to reach and captivate audiences of all ages and gender. So please help us out by subscribing and sharing. And if you like what you hear, we would very much appreciate you leaving us a review. Happy listening. Hello, listeners. This is episode seven, and we are back this time doing kind of a little bit of a special edition about the CrossFit Open. Um, by the time we actually release this episode, it will have just finished. Um, if you are not a CrossFit person, this um, Open is basically a global competition. It's the very start, I guess you'd say, of the CrossFit season, where anybody and everybody who goes to a CrossFit gym can take part over the course of three weeks. One workout is released each week. You have a window of about three or four days to get it done. And then if you've signed up to the actual leaderboard, you submit your results and see how you compare with the rest of the world. So Rachel and I are both taking part. Uh, We're not actually officially signed up. We're just doing it within our own gym for our intramural. Because, you know, I just don't need to be... Like, I think I'm well aware that I'm many thousands down the ranking. Right. I mean, it's like, do you want to be like, find out that you are... 5,781st rather than like 5,500th or <laughs> something like that. But So you may wonder, what, what is the purpose of talking about a fitness competition on a podcast or related with body image? But well, it, there's, there's a couple of factors involved here. Firstly, um, to kind of reinforce our message of what your body can do is more important than what it looks like. But we also just finished having a conversation, uh, which my professional photographer husband was involved in, (laughs) about quite often gyms will hire a photographer or certainly people will be there snapping pictures and video um, during workouts. They're usually performed in heats. Like we just, our gym just did the, this week's workout yesterday in heats of four. So there's, there's energy, there's like, like atmosphere, it's fun. Obviously not during the workout. Most of the time it's not fun, but like it's a fun atmosphere <laughs> and people are encouraged to take pictures and video because it's part of like the challenge for each team to like get as the best photo. Or the right, best right. We're also or... part of our little intramural competition is, is photos and so posting. And we also got to talking about how in the moment of the workout, the last thing on your mind is what you look like. You're purely... Yeah. thinking about performance like how do I eke a little bit more performance out of me when I probably want to die <laughs> um but then after the fact you suddenly see all these photos um and and then you start to like critique yourself and you know we we will as we get onto that talk about something that we just learned that a professional photographer <laughs> looks for and just showed us, which is kind of alarming. And um, hopefully that will not affect my performance in the future while I'm thinking yeah, like, oh I, my gosh. I worry. My, I, I, feel like? Like, I feel like when I came over here to do the podcast, I had a whole different slew of things in my head to talk about. And now that he has told us about all of that fun stuff we just learned, <laughs> that the conversation is probably going to go in a different direction now because it was fascinating. But really, to start, before we get into kind of body image related issues, Rachel, why do you sign up for 
the open. It used to be five weeks, but now three weeks of kind of usually torturous workouts. Like why? Right. Yeah. It's a valid question. The why. Um, so for the first number of years I was doing CrossFit, I definitely, I signed up and signed up to see myself on that international leaderboard because it's, you know, was fascinating to see if I was getting better year to year as like a general all around athlete. Um, I feel like these days I sign up primarily because it's a fun community event for our gym. And especially after the pandemic year, when I think a lot of people couldn't, couldn't, wouldn't, weren't able to go to the gym, the gyms were closed for a long period of time. People have kind of been scattered, just figuring out their fitness over the last, you know, 12 months. We just hit, right, we're recording this two days after the one year anniversary of uh, California's shelter in place order. So, um, so I think primarily it was that it was like, this is the community coming back together as we're finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel with the pandemic. Um, but also then on a personal level, I've been doing my own, you know, nutrition and fitness journey, seeing results in terms of like maintaining strength, losing a little body weight, a lot of body fat. Um, and the open is one of those times where it's like, yeah, it's time to maybe test out if that's working in a different kind of way. Cause I can, it's easier to gauge if you're getting stronger, but the open is really also the time where I find myself testing more the skills and the gymnastics of it. Cause it's hard to motivate yourself to go into the gym every day and be like, I'm just going to see how many like kipping pull-ups I can do. In, mm-hmm. in sets of however many and the open because you know there's always fun torturous workouts you get surprised by these movements that then you're gonna have to test so it's kind of you know it's a it's a good testing ground I think for wherever you're at because um, even though you're not going to compare yourself to the year before because most of the workouts are different um, you can still kind of it, hel- it helps show you where your weakness areas are. <laughs> so I have two questions for you. Um, one, there's a lot of people who were there yesterday to do the workout and um, who you probably haven't seen some of those people in a while. You've yeah. not worked out around a lot of those people. Right, Because for all. a while you've been coming to like Saturday classes, but not to like regular weekly classes. So even people who... Yeah. Like, been yeah. gone for the last year and are now starting to come back. You may not have seen them or worked out around them. So firstly, did people notice the change in you since you've spent the last year like working on nutrition and fitness and like as you said, recomposition, body recomposition? Um, and two, did you notice a difference in terms of athletic performance? based off of the changes that you've made? All right. I feel like I'll answer the, the second one first because I feel like that that kind of, yeah, that, that, that plays into the fact why I went into it and then the kind of happy accident of maybe what the open also kind of reveals. But um, so I definitely felt like I didn't go in with super high hopes. I knew I knew that I had maintained strength. I'd done a lot of training on my own in the past year. Um, and a lot of like not so interesting training, like swimming laps multiple times a week, really long walks, sometimes like rucking where you just walk with a weight vest. Um, and a lot of that's been in 
you know, service of trying to lose some body fat while Mm -hmm. I'm doing other things. So I definitely wasn't expecting my conditioning to be very impressive. Um, But I did think uh, this workout would play to some of my strengths in terms of what stuff I've been working on. So we've talked before about uh, power abs, this, the, the, you know, core strength that, that both of us have done over the last five, probably five months it's been mm-hmm. maybe since we started doing that. Um, and so this workout had wall walks in it, which mm-hmm. we've done a bunch of because Carrie Pierce programs them in the power abs. Um, so wall walks, just like we should probably explain right. what this workout is. Yes. It started with one wall walk where you basically are face down on the ground and then you got to push up, get feet on the wall, walk yourself back pretty much until your chest is close to the wall. There's yeah, a mark until on the you're in like a full handstand position. Basically. And then you walk your hands back forward again, keeping both feet on the wall to hit this line and then chest on the ground. That's one rep. So you do one of those and then you did 10 double unders. So rotating the jump rope twice for every time you jump. And then you'd go back and do three wall walks and then 30 and then six wall walks and then 60 double unders, nine and 90, 15 and 150. And if you're still going strong, right. 21 <laughs> and 210. So yeah. it's a very taxing shoulder and core workout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was, I mean, it's primarily focused. So I knew, I was like, well, I have, you know, I had for the last few months, I've been doing a muscle endurance programming Um related to primarily lower body endurance but there was a lot of pressing and a lot of um a lot of shoulder work in like heavier longer uh, rep ranges and things like that so i was like well i was like my shoulders feel better than they have in a while i knew my core strength was good so i was like the wall walks are probably going to be my my more solid half of that couplet um double unders are something i have not done much in the year because well i live in an upstairs unit, <laughs> nobody below you wants you doing double no, unders. They don't. Um, and so there was that, and also, I mean, like you know, little things like I could go outside, but we have these nice fancy ropes that are made of this braided cable, and if you do them outside, it frays. And then if you mess up, which we I do a lot with uh, double unders, you whip yourself. It can get very painful, all kinds of reasons. But bottom line, didn't really practice double unders, so I knew that would be my struggle. Um, so I think, uh, I went into it with those thoughts. I did the workout. I, I got around what my goal was. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to get into the round of 15. Um, wasn't sure how far I'd get in that round. And I almost finished the 15 wall walks. So that, that to me was a win. I was like, you know what? And, and all those wall walks, I felt really solid and stable. My double unders, not so solid. I was disappointed in myself, but it's also, um, yeah, like that's that's what the open does. It revealed a weakness, something I haven't worked on. That was confirmed, and now I know I need to work on it. Um, so I felt pretty good about it, and it's true. Like during the workout, I was just like, how do I feel? I feel strong at this. I'm messing up here, but that's okay. It was fun. Uh, the second question, I, yeah, I mean, I feel like, Body image kind of wise going into it, my main thing I thought about was I wore an old tank top from an, an, a previous open intramural competition where my team won that year. And I love this tank top, but I was also like, it's kind of a, it's like a frumpy tank top. It's like, it's a little too long for me. So I had to knot it up on the back. It's a scoop neck, which I don't really like because it usually 
drops down below so my sports bra. So you basically wore bra. a shirt that's really annoying. Yeah, too. I did because I because it's like the intramural open. I don't know. I was like, people were our shirts, our team shirts hadn't arrived yet, and I was like, oh, it's like a throwback to the old, other years that we've done it. But yes, I picked. I made a weird clothing choice that you know I probably shouldn't have. But it was also the knotted up meant it was tight, which means when I'm upside down, it doesn't fall into my face. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was kind of making decisions around like, would I be comfortable? I guess. I was not thinking, would I look good in photos? Um, but your question about did people notice the effort? I, I, I hadn't, that was not in my head. Like, oh, are people going to notice how hard I've been working the last few months? Um, but I absolutely did. I had multiple people um, either say something to me after I did the workout or text me later or something like that saying like, wow, you've your shoulders look really great. Like, I mean, obviously when you're doing, when you're in a handstand, your shoulders, your traps, your triceps, everything is like working real hard. So it's kind of a good pump shot, I guess, of Mm -hmm. your upper back and your shoulders. Um, And yeah, people who definitely hadn't seen me in a while mentioned like, wow, you're looking really strong. Um, And at least one of them, you know, I answered back. I was like, well, actually, yeah, I guess since last summer, I've lost like, probably 10 pounds of body fat. Um, so that did feel really cool. There was actually a couple of people there who I haven't seen in a really long yeah. time who have not been back to the gym. Um, maybe they're doing like at-home workout stuff, but who actually took it upon themselves to get themselves together yeah. during like time off from the gym and came in several pounds lighter. Right. I, and yeah. just being able to... Pull off because even the the scaled version of this workout, it's still tough if you know if yeah. your shoulders aren't good and strong. Well, especially and, yeah, because you the people who did the scale often got a lot farther than the, those of us who did it RX. And there were and, a few people who, having lost probably several pounds, yeah, were able to find a way to do this yeah. workout. And probably a year ago when this all began, would have struggled very hard to do it. Yeah. Wall walks are definitely one of those things where, like, the lighter you are, you're str- I mean, it's strength to weight ratio, mm-hmm. of, like body weight mastery. So it's true. Being heavy uh, would not work to your advantage. And you're right. I think a lot of us, like, I heard all the jokes about the COVID-19. It's like the freshman 15 when you go to college and you yeah. gain weight because you're eating, like, pizza and staying up late. So everyone jokes about the COVID-19, 19 pounds people are, you know, gaining over the course of the pandemic. But... But I think you're right. Like, I noticed some people that are like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, people who... I was really you know, impressed. Like, like, I didn't know if people were working out, but... Honestly, clearly. the combination of... I mean, I love sort of friendly competition atmospheres. And, like, just seeing people back in the gym. I mean, we were still, yeah. like, wearing masks. Yeah. I mean, it was clearly still a pandemic of time. Yeah. Like, we were, yeah. we were not, like, I don't want yeah. anybody to be listening to this thinking, oh, everyone threw caution to the wall. Yeah, like, no, we, not we were being all. very but, responsible, and you can tell it was a pandemic competition. Just, yes. <laughs> just still, like, having the energy in the gym, seeing people willing to try, and coming back and not being like, well, I've had a year out, so I should probably just quit on all of this. Yeah. And seeing the people that absolutely did not quit on themselves and Mm -hmm. quite frankly did the exact opposite and we're back and I was just I had the best day I have no vocal cords left from all of the yelling and the timing and all that I love counting for people that's my other favorite thing about the open I love being a judge and counting and coaching and like like 
cheering people through the workout because like it, it's just so great yeah that's and I, I really part. hope that it motivates and inspires people to like just keep showing up and taking good care of themselves and yeah just feeling good because i'm sure like i mean you would have walked out of there yesterday having had a great time regardless you know whether yeah so whether oh, anybody absolutely. had noticed absolutely yeah what you've done because I, I literally hadn't even thought of that until i got those text messages and people said something like i wasn't I, I hadn't really been focusing on anything other than how's my body going to feel doing this because it's been a while since I've done the CrossFit Open. Like it's, but it's always nice to have, you know, a compliment. And yeah. be like, especially a compliment that's like, oh, your muscles look well, great. Well, yeah. Like, and oh, I mean, you look so thin. I like, look, you no, know, your muscles are showing. And yeah, exactly. Good. Like, it wasn't like, oh, you look thin. I mean, like, one person did mention, like, oh, you look like you've lost weight. But, but it was in the context of, I can see your muscles more. Um, but it's true. It's like, I look at your short shoulders all the time and I'm super jealous. Like, I'm like, oh, I want my shoulders to like be that defined and like, you know, stand out so that there's something people notice. But because I'm big boned. <laughs> Just do 30 wool walks and then they'll be, um, they'll be out there. They'll be, they'll be pumped. Yeah. Um, it's interesting so thinking yeah. about what you were saying about your outfit for the workout. <laughs> I decided, um, I decided that I used to be a person who worked out in their sports bra, like shirt off, workout begins, shirt comes off, sports bra and leggings or shorts. You're the stereotype of a CrossFit dude. All the time. Yeah. Shirt comes off all the time. (laughs) It was just like, it was just like a thing, you know, you got, it's like a habit, you know? Oh, 10 seconds to go off with the shirt. Right, shirt comes off now. And I didn't really think about, I wasn't. When I first started, I was like, you know, I feel like I'm in decent shape. This is fine. Didn't really think yeah. about it. And then I went through a phase of like, oh gosh, I'm not like, I, there's not insane abs popping out everywhere. I don't know if I feel my best. Maybe this shirt should stay on. No one needs to see that. That was like my narrative. Oh, really? Like no one needs, no to, one see needs that. to see that. And then, uh, then, so this time around and it's, you know, I'm, I didn't really change anything I did during the during the last year sorry like I mean I didn't always have access to the gym but I have a barbell I kept working out I didn't eat my way into like a frenzy or anything like that yeah but you know I have just been for about six weeks in a slight bulk yeah you've been eating so I have put on like I don't know I made it to three pounds of Weight gain? Um, Three pounds of weight gain. One and a half of that is muscle. Nice. So one and a half pounds of fat, which is not a lot, but because of how I'm wired, it seems like a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. So I was kind of like, man, I'm just going to do this. Like, I'm going to take off my shirt, not because I'm some freaking poser and it's just like, oh, this is the CrossFit thing to do. 10 seconds to go. Shirt off. I was like, no. Twofold, actually. One, because I didn't want the damn shirt falling in my face right. every time I went Wall upside walks. down. Yeah, exactly. That's also because why it's like, you need some a tight shirt or else It's the it, same with hair, it right? in your face. Hair, yeah. like I have yeah. these little twisty earrings. I took them out too because I tend to get caught on things. I was like, anything yeah. that will be a distraction to being able to perform at yeah. my best yeah, exactly. needs to be removed. So yeah. I was like, I don't want the shirt in my face. But also, I want to own what I've got right now. Like, and yeah. I... I'm in perfectly decent shape. I don't really have much to worry about. But still, in the back of my mind, I am right at the upper end of my, I'm okay with this weight, right. kind of a weight. Right, you're dealing with your own, you know, standard So it was like that. really important yeah. for me to just be like, okay, just yeah. own it. And I don't care who's watching. And I, and I know that in various different positions, you know, things hang or 
sag or, <laughs> and we'll get to the, what it actually looks like in photos in a little bit. But I was like, I'm going to own this thing and I'm going to work out in a gosh darn sports yeah. bra. Well, I it guarantee actually you, kind of liberating. Yeah, I guarantee you no one was watching you do that workout thinking no one needs to see that. Right? <laughs> like, like we are always our own worst enemy. We are our own worst critics. I'm sure, you know, nobody was thinking that. Um, and that's funny because like when, when I saw the pictures of you working out because I wasn't there at the gym that night, um, the, the main thing I thought was like, oh my God, I love that sports bra. I haven't seen that in a while because like it's this old school. Yeah. You've had that sports bra for a while and it's got this beautiful like white kind of mandala, mm-hmm. mandala print on black and it's really beautiful. And like, that's what I remember noticing was like, oh, cool. That's a throwback. <laughs> um, and that's really like a couple of people. Actually, you're not the only person who mentioned like, oh, I love that yeah, sports bra. Yeah, that's a great sports bra. And it kind of, I did actually laugh out loud to myself because I posted a couple of pictures that my husband took during when I was doing the workout, like posted them that evening. And like, of course, not one person was like, oof. Oof, Yeah. You really like, you look like you've gained one and a half pounds of fat like on that frame. You should tug in the gut. No, actually the only thing, like the main comment was this like, oh, I love your sports bra, which is so funny because we're, we're, we are all our own worst critics and like, I could easily pick myself apart and talk myself out of like wearing a certain thing or I was thinking of wearing shorts and then I was like, Oh, I don't know. There's going to be dangly bits hanging out. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, wait, just be smart. There's a lot of double unders should probably wear black because right. you know, excessive there's, volume yes. of double unders can yeah, cause you to maybe that. need to pee. So I was like, you know, again, like if that worst case scenario happens, if I'm wearing black tights, then I can kind of hide it for a little bit longer. So it won't be yeah. a distraction. You're right. Sometimes <laughs> focusing on what your body can do means wearing the clothing, uh, knowing your body might pee with certain movements or... But it was fun. Like it, was, it was actually, as silly as it sounds, it was actually kind of a, a cool thing to just go back to that. Like, I'm going to whip off my shirt and I'm not yeah. going to care. Yeah. And I'm here to do a workout and... No one's going to be critiquing my physique yeah. right now. And as much as I thought about like the tank top and the annoying bits of that tank top, maybe as I was like getting dressed that morning, once you're in the gym, like I didn't give that a second thought, right? When I was in the middle of the workout, I, I was not thinking about what do my arms look like? What do my boobs look like? What, what does anything look like? You're just focused on doing the work and... And then, yeah, I mean, so then it, afterwards you post pictures or you hear from people and that's the surprising bit is like, oh yeah, there's like that other aspect of people So we're still, watching. you know, then that's where it's like, how do you change that? Because, so just literally before we started recording, um, my husband <laughs> is a professional photographer, as I mentioned, he has, he's been taking the pictures of our open workouts and he was at his computer I'm going through all, like all of the pictures, 3000 photos from like two days of this workout taking place. And he was like, you know, we're, we're, I was just looking at them and go, wow, these are really fun. This is great. Like people are working out. And we were talking about, we got to talking about this body image um, and the CrossFit Open, what we were going to yeah, talk about yeah. today. And then um, I was kind of looking at him scroll through them and double unders are kind of cruel because there's obviously a jump and then there's like a rush of gravity and a solid slam back down on the floor and he was showing us the difference between like or that that he would when he's choosing photos that he always chooses the photos when people are jumping up Up. 
because yeah. you kind of get this like natural lift and then when you <laughs> land you age by about 20 years it's, yeah yeah i mean when i saw the first couple that some random people i was like oh i'm i'm piking too much when i do double unders right like i looked at it in terms of form of the movement of like oh that doesn't look good because i'm not i don't have the right form you know so like sometimes that's that's a good thing you're it's like progress photos you're like that's useful knowledge for me to know if that's what I look like doing double unders, I need to work on some things. But he definitely opened my eyes to a whole load of other things to like think but about with thing. photos. So like, in I'm the sure moment, I, won't, I still won't think about that during double unders, but... In the moment when you're doing a workout, when you're trying really hard, when you're pouring your heart and soul into it, you're pulling whatever facial expression helps you yeah. to get through it, yeah. your boobs might be wonky, like yeah. your hair is a hot mess, the sweat dripping off of you. Yeah. It's not like a moment where you're going to look your absolute best, but you don't care about what you look like in that moment when you're right. balls deep in the water. Too many other things going on for you to even a think about A professional photographer so. might be there, but they yeah. are trained to like look at the photos and pick out the ones where it shows athletic performance, but you're not like in a moment where he captures yeah. like that moment where everything just goes wrong for right. you in terms of a photo. Because there are some however, really funny faces that, yeah. that are fun to catch, but... <laughs> however, and if you are going through a workout perfectly posed so that every photo looks great, then you're probably right. not doing the workout properly or yes. to the best of your ability. But, so it's not the professional photographer because like a lot of gyms will hire photographers during this time to, yeah. you know, snap good pictures. But also... Most, you know, there's, there's usually an atmosphere, a crowd, people are there, they want to take photos and video of their friends and their teammates. Right, lots and, of people have their phones out and they're... But yeah. they're not going to be looking for and editing things in the same way. Or perhaps <laughs> exactly. they're taking a picture of one person, but you're in the background. Right, right. And they catch you at the bottom of that double under where you've suddenly aged 20 years because gravity took effect yeah. and you slammed down and yeah. your face was sagging down to the ground. Yes, I feel like the, for the folks listening, so, I mean, we can't show you these examples, but it's kind of amazing. It, it almost looks like one of those movies where they CGI people into being yeah. older than they are. It's like at the top of a double under, you look young and then at the bottom you look old yeah <laughs> like it's crazy. so if you see let's say someone's taking a photo in all innocence not trying to capture your bad right. side or whatever yeah and they post it with glee to their social media excited about this crossfit open and the whole morning you've been at the gym and you've just been thinking about your performance and like maybe like how do i better it or i'm really proud of myself but it's all been like performance based right and then you get home and you scroll through your social media and you see the photo and there's that switch from like, oh yeah, that was, instead of being like, oh yeah, that was like a hundred dumbbell unders into a round of 150 and I'm, that was my Crushing goal it. Yeah. and I'm so freaking happy. And then all of a sudden there's that sinking feeling of, but I, I, I look really old and my right. face is oh. sagging or my, my stomach is in a weird place or something like, do you think if you saw that, like imagine the pictures we just saw. And the worst case scenario of you landing and looking like 20 years older, that is suddenly on the gym's website <laughs> because somebody took that picture and you just happened to be in the background and that's what's going on with your face. Can you still look at that and go, I don't care what I look like. This was about performance. Or do you look at that and go, oh dear Lord, I look old and yeah, things are oh. not in the right place. I mean... Honestly, it's somewhere in the middle, right? Like, this is why body image and our own, like, kind of self-worth around our body and our body image is, is a, like, a journey. 
Because I feel like there are times in my life probably where I would have been very much like, oh my God, that's appalling. I have to, I'd focus on finding that person and asking them to take it down. <laughs> right? Like now I feel Slapping like. Slapping them with a season. Right? Season. Be like, no, take that off. The internet is forever. Like, but, but I think now I would be somewhere in the middle. I'd be like, well, I'm a grown up now and I know what I was doing and I focus on that and I know that was great. But I mean, vanity is a hard thing to switch off. It's like we said, we're our own worst enemies. Um, I mean, I, I had this, this happened to me years ago. There was a competition, um, a, a Valentine's Day competition that, that a local gym put on. So it was like, um, my, my boyfriend Jeff and I did it together. We were up against another, there were our two friends, um, Sally and, and Jeff, uh, this, they, they're not a couple, but they partnered together for this workout. Um, and they, they were good athletes. Like they were, they were people that I definitely in classes kind of, um, was competitive with. And like, you know, these are, these are, these are people I would be like, I'd love to beat. We'd kind of trade back and forth kind of at the same level. And there was a workout that was like my jam. It was like box jumps and it ended with deadlifts. It ended with sets of deadlifts and you could split them with your partner. And I was feeling really strong and I just like crushed the last set of deadlifts and we beat my Jeff and I beat other Jeff and Sally in this one workout. Mm -hmm. Um, and it felt awesome. And like somebody posted, they had a professional photographer there. Somebody posted this picture and it was me on one of the last deadlifts and, um, I'm right at the top of the deadlift. So the barbell's like up, on my thighs and I've got this cool look on my face of like intensity and all I saw when I looked at that photo was my belly like poking out over the top of my leggings and it was so disheartening because like there were all these comments on it because I think it was on Facebook or something and people were like that's the that's the I beat Miller face and oh that's like the moment when you knew you beat like Jeff and stuff, mm-hmm. stuff like that and it was like everyone was celebrating the moment and the achievement and I was just looking at my belly and it sucked but like clearly still years later like I, I remember that feeling clearly so I feel like I'm not as far along when you look at that photo now can you appreciate the achievement more or do you still go straight to like oh my god look at my belly that's totally ruined this this kind of right what should be a celebration i mean yes part of me wants to be like god i love that photo because of the achievement maybe i should just photoshop out my belly bulge um but now i kind of look back it's my power pack (laughs) yeah now i look back at that and i just think well it was an awesome achievement. I still love deadlifting. It's one of, I can do it real fast when the weight, you know, is, is good. And, um, so I think I focus more on the achievement, but I can still recognize that like, that's the vanity. Like, and I don't know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to turn that off. It was interesting because Facebook very kindly reminded me like three weeks ago of pictures of the first CrossFit competition I ever did, Mm -hmm. um, back in Rhode Island. I think it would have been 2015 and I look like really skinny, like tiny little thing, but, (laughs) and you know, like some of the photos, some of the photos I'm like, oh cool. But then there's this one photo where it's a similar thing. I think I was doing 
clean and jerks or something like that. And this, there was a series of photos from like the setup to, I was terrible at them at the time, <laughs> but this one where I should have loved it because I was in the middle of it, like it was second pole, it's riding up your kind of thighs, you're about to like get underneath it. And it was one of those rare moments at the time where I was kind of getting it almost right. Yeah, yeah. And all I can see is I was wearing like little shorts. All I can see is a faint hint of cellulite oh, on the back of one yeah. of my legs. Because of like the camera angle just caught it well. And that photo has forever been completely unusable for me. Even though wow. I'm pretty sure if I shared it to people shared it with people, they'd be like, Oh, that looks so cool. Like you're you know, your first ever clean and jerks in a competition, you know? Yeah. You're you you're trying, you're out there, you're doing your thing. But no, like I cannot get past the fact that there's a couple of small dimples in the back of my leg. And I was like, Ugh. So my goal, I started out this open. I did a shirt off workout. Right. I mean, I feel like this is, and there are methods we can use to work on this. I am entirely open for the cover photo for this uh, podcast to offer myself up in the like gravity pictures of double unders to show oh. what it looks like when you're at your best in a movement and at your worst, but you're, that you're still doing the same thing, right? You're in that same yeah. moment. Yeah. It's all about your performance and who the hell looks good when they've just fallen out of the sky and landed on the ground. Oh my gosh, I love that actually. That's true. We, I forget that even though we, we, we act out a lot of things like while we're recording these and realizing we're not on video, people can't see us t- do all the things we're talking about doing, but um, I like that idea. I, you know, I could, I, I could dig out that, that that deadlifting photo too and i mean it'd be interesting actually I have, it's been a while since i've gone back and looked for it even though i still remember it um we could we could post some of post these to our instagram stories yeah. like with questions like what do you see yeah and like honestly i would i'd be i'm most interested in like real honest answers not just cause I, I sometimes i feel like you know there are some athletes out there who are you know open books they're yeah. prepared to put right. The not so glamorous shots out into the world, right. like show cellulite or show a bit of weight gain or post a picture where it's just, you know, it's just not a good angle for them. Yeah. And people are, you know, some people you really genuinely feel like, thank you. I needed to see this. I just yeah. needed to know that and everybody is, and yeah, is, everyone's yeah. got little imperfections because there's no such thing as perfect. Um, but Sometimes I feel like people are like, oh, you go, girl, and they don't mean it. But you know they've opened up that photo and gone, oh, well, you've got rolls and cellulite. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm going to tell you you look great because that's what we're meant to do. Eh, There's always, you're always open to haters, right? Anytime you put anything out there. So it would be, I don't know how to ever pull it off. It'd be fascinating to like gather together a bunch of pictures of you during your fitnessing time. Some of which you love, some of which you are absolutely yeah. hate, and then put it out to like random people and be like, "What do you see when yeah. you look at this?" That podcast? would be the tricky bit is finding the random people because if we posted it, obviously if we posted it on the before and after podcast site, people would they understand what we're doing, what we're talking about, what yeah. we're getting at. Even on our own personal sites, these are our friends and families, and for the most part, people who are already hopefully fans of like people who love us or care about yeah. us who wouldn't say things. So it is true. I feel like the I'm not on Twitter. 
uh, but like pu- public sort of mass sites, um, you know, is where you get a lot of trolls and haters. And I feel like, yeah, I don't, I don't know where we, we could put the photos to really get like we'll a think on it. We'll honest make it assortment. Because it's true. I've, se- I've seen plenty of people on, on celebrity pages. Celebrities have obviously the most followers. And so their pages get lots of hate as well as love when they post things like that. Like we've mentioned on the podcast before, Lizzo, Lizzo's mm-hmm. Instagram feed. She does that a lot, right? She posts a lot. I mean, she posts a lot of images just of her body where lots of people are just like, ew, that's gross. As mm-hmm. you know, there are for everyone that's a, a negative comment, there's, you know, probably 20 or 30 that are just like, hell yes. Like that's right. a real woman's body. You go, or they're talking about what she's doing. They're, they don't even mention her body. They talk about what she's wearing or like some other cool thing that they're commenting on. So, so yeah, we should think on that. Where where could we put things for a, I don't know, for a real objective assessment from people we don't know. But so now that you've had an inside view to uh, the photos that were taken <laughs> of this weekend, what like. Apart from what we just learned about the bottom of a double the gravity, being like kind of crazy, yeah, uh, let's all move to the moon. <laughs> um, what did you think in general, looking at yourselves in these photos? Like, what would you say is the first thing you notice? So I don't know if it's because people mentioned it to me after the workout, but I noticed my freaking shoulders, and they do look—they look good. <laughs> like wall walks are a great showcase for like shoulder work um and i have i have never seen my my arms and my like i've never seen my shoulders look like that so that felt really cool so think of like at your heaviest weight where you were most like oh gosh i want to do something about this i want these shoulders mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the shoulders that you see now are they what you dreamed of having or do you see your shoulders now and go oh I want more um well I think it's a little of both because I I look at them like I I see them in those photos and I'm like that that's that's what I have been wanting them to look like but that's also I'm in a I'm in a state of of work right like Mm -hmm. they are working in those photos so they are pumped up and and you know they're they're their most prominent so I feel like I still, it's like the, you know, when you're flexing mm-hmm. and when you just put your arm down next to your side, it kind of, my arms, I feel like still just kind of, they're just not as defined. Um, and so I still want a little more in that sense. I want shoulders more like yours where like, even without me flexing, you can look and be like, she's strong. Are you, do you think like, this is like taking a little bit of a left turn at the traffic lights. Okay. Um, but very much like down the whole body image thing is do you have a point where you'll be like, okay, this is, this is good now. Like slow your roll before this goes into like, okay, now I need more veins sticking out now. Like there should be veins sticking out in other places. And, <laughs> oh God. Like, well, well, I mean, do, I mean, it's easy once you start to lose weight and you start to feel good about yourself yeah, and you start yeah. to see things like, Oh, there's some more definition that you didn't tone. You <laughs> didn't tone. Oh no, there's more to tone. <laughs> um, that you know, where is the point where you go? Yeah, that's my like. I am in a happy, yeah. healthy place. I feel good. I'm eating well. I am not starved. 
I am not compromising myself in any way. I can see those muscles that I want to see. Yeah. We, we stop here. Well, I mean, on some level, I, I, I want to say I feel like that's a question that I hope you'll ask me again sometime because I don't know, right? Like, I mean, this is, this is a... I'm definitely in the beginning slash middle stages of a journey that I don't fully know the bounds of. Um, so I think, um, like, like you kind of joked, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not to the point of looking for veins, but I am to the point where I am looking like, oh, well, if my shoulders are getting where I'd like them to be, now what about my abs? Now what about my legs? So, right, I mean, I do feel like I'll probably go through some other goals like that. Um, so yeah, I feel like it's a hard question to answer because like I said, even with the shoulders, I think they look awesome when I'm upside down in a handstand position. Um, but you know, I've in the past couple weeks too, I feel like I've probably seen another photo where I'm like, oh, I just, I don't look in a particular way like that. Um, I always think about the, this was one of those early things that people told me in like CrossFit, like. I can't remember if like this was actually a CrossFit thing or just my old gyms thing, but like look better naked was like the tagline for things. Okay. So, and I mean, whatever. I think that's an interesting choice for marketing a gym. (laughs) Like, but, um, but I do remember someone telling me a kind of different nuance to that phrase, which is skinny women look good in clothes and strong women look good naked and I think that's that that stuck with me more because it's true right the fashion industry and that's something we haven't gone into really yet in in this blog or this blog this uh, podcast in terms of body image but like the fashion industry right like they make clothing for tall skinny women Mm -hmm. and like it's a you know that as a body type um is unachievable for most of us but also then that makes the clothes kind of out of reach and I remember thinking that as I started getting stronger in my early days of doing CrossFit and weightlifting, I would sometimes see pictures of myself in clothes and think, oh my gosh, I look bigger. I look fatter like mm-hmm. from an outside perspective. But yet, if I were all of a sudden wearing like a tank top from the same angle, you'd be like, oh, she's strong. So it's like, it, it, was, it, it stuck with me because it's true. It's like sometimes muscles... If you cover them up in a certain way, you can't tell that it's defined muscle. You just, someone looks yeah. big or heavy. Um, so I think that's kind of, that's also why I think sleeves are arm prisons. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, oh my if I cover my arms with sleeves, sleeves sometimes I just prisons. look big. And <laughs> the sound bite. So is sleeves this going to be the summer... So probably the next competition kind of workout will be my summer throwdown. Oh, I missed that. That's such a we great competition. We weren't able to host it last summer, but I hopefully love this one. summer we can have the summer throwdown yeah. part two, um, which again is just our uh, in-house little CrossFit competition. Yeah. Will this year be the year that we see Rachel in some booty shorts on the competition floor? <laughs> so I feel like... I, yeah, I mean, I occasionally will wear shorts. Usually it's because it's somehow thematic to like a holiday or something. Um, But 
I there's this woman I follow on on Instagram, Steph Goodrow, and she does a lot of like intuitive eating and has done a lot of really cool stuff around body image and eating that I've liked in the past. And she literally has like a I don't know, it's like a pin, like a tagline that's just wear the damn shorts. Mm-hmm. Like, and she's like, it doesn't matter what your legs look like. She's like, it's sometimes it's hot and sweaty. And you should wear a sports bra, wear the shorts, wear whatever makes you feel most comfortable working out. Um, and so I think I've take that, I, I take that to be, yeah, like it's part of body positivity. Like you wear what you want to wear and don't worry about what other people are going to think or say. But at the same time, booty shorts aren't that comfortable for me. Like the inner thigh chafe is real. And if that's going to like make me uncomfortable and not do as well in the workout. Like I'd rather wear tights and that, right? Like, so I mean, those like five inch shorts. Exactly. Like yeah, exactly. Ones. Like the longer ones for sure is what I need. Um, but then I think about it too, of like when and when and where and why am I comfortable or not like taking my shirt off? Cause sometimes when it's real hot and sweaty, oh, I yeah, am jealous. I'm like, well, side. like, do I, yeah, like just it, sometimes it'd be more comfortable to just have my sports bra on and Get but a bit then airflow. Well, airflow exactly. Um, but as I, I mean, I don't know. Let's say, let's say by summertime, I've I've got that that six pack ab that <laughs> abs that I've been, you know, thinking about and have been advertised to me in various places. Um, you know, then the question for me is like, well, would I be ripping my shirt off just to show that off because I feel yeah. like well <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like like what you were saying the context of like why you took your shirt off in this first workout is like that was you owning something about yourself it didn't have to do with other people mm-hmm. so I feel like if I do work out in booty shorts if I do work out in just a sports bra I want it to be for something about me um, not just showing off I guess like if if I finally you know if all the hard work pays off, which it is slowly doing. Um, but then maybe, but I don't know, maybe also if you do want to involve other people, is there a way to do it that is inspiring to other people, right? Like I could be like that like scientist with a sign. You could rip your shirt off and I'll be like, can, can everyone notice Rachel's app? <laughs> this is, this is, this is not about showing off. This is about hard work, right? Like, um, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it, right? Just finding a way to kind of celebrate. Because I think you're right. Like, it should be celebrated. Like, even now, what I've what I've achieved in six months, like, I do try to remind myself that I need to celebrate that because I have worked really hard. Like, I haven't done any weird fad diets. I haven't done anything, um, you know, where I would tell people that, oh, yeah, it's easy or it's magical. Like, it's been a lot of days of just like keeping your head down and doing the kind of diligent, boring daily routine of eating the same stuff, tracking your food, weighing your food, swimming and walking as well as lifting weights and doing ab work. I mean, it's, you know, it's been a slog. Um, but yeah, I feel like it, I should find ways to celebrate that. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Heck yeah. And if it is, maybe, yes, finally going going to the beach in a bikini and uh, walking around, you know? Like, I love seeing people like that on the beach that you can tell are just very proud of their bodies, like, because they kind of they kind of just strut around on the beach. Strut. Like, <laughs> there's, this, there's that look of, like, 
or the people that just stand up off their chair or their blankets to kind of look around a bit and then sit back down again. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see. We'll see what this summer holds. But um, ask me again sometime if if enough is enough. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Little tangent there. Just, Just happened upon me. Um, one more thing that I want to talk about in relation to the open, um, and it's awesome and it has to do with body image too and a topic that we want to get into in a later episode. This is the first year ever that CrossFit is including adaptive divisions. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Yes. Yes. And they are seemingly covering kind of like the Olympics, like all bases from... Yeah. From, what did you say? There was short stature, yeah, seated, I, I can pull this up. Seated. I mean, it's like, I, I yes, I'll, I'll admit something to y'all. I cry about really silly things sometimes, like like people who cry at like cheesy commercials or whatever. Um, I actually teared up multiple times the other day. Once was I was watching the, the CrossFit announcement. So they announced the workout and have two elite CrossFitters do the workout so people can see the best kind of throw down. And then afterwards they had these two other athletes, like totally normal people, um, do the foundations level. So there's like RX, which is, you know, all the movements as prescribed the top level. Then there's a modified, like a scaled division where it's like a little, a little easier, you know, modification, but similar movements. And then they had foundations, which is the third tier of like, um, there's no different ability that they're catering to. It's just people who are newer to CrossFit or maybe older have just started. And they had this woman who was probably maybe around like in her 60s. And then this other guy who was was younger, maybe around like 45, 50, um, you know, was heavier set, had been doing CrossFit for about, it was his second opens, maybe like a year and a bit. And they did the adapt uh, this this modified foundational version, which was like bear crawls instead of wall walks and um, just jumping, jumping jacks, jacks instead of double unders or single unders. And I was just like, they were just getting after it. Like two regular people who would never think they'd probably be on like live streamed television doing a workout. And the CrossFit commentators were commentating the same way they would if with the two elite athletes. They had their coaches there talking about how much work they've put into their fitness. And I was just like, this is this is what this is what like CrossFit in theory was always supposed to be. It was like totally accessible to whomever wanted to do it, right? To better their fitness. Um, and then the rest of the after RX scaled and foundations, they have an equipment free version, which accessibility certainly for people who are still like locked out of gyms, right? As we deal with the pandemic. And then, yeah, it's like upper extremity, lower extremity adaptive, neuromuscular. So people who have neuromuscular disorders um, that are still doing CrossFit, like there's a lot of, if you want to be inspired, just like Google things like CrossFit athletes with MS, like deadlifting. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. I always find it amazing watching, um, People who have lost limbs. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The adapted oh, Olympic yeah. lift. Oh my gosh. I saw a guy the other day. Amputees he, doing clean and jerks. He had lost his arm from, I think from the elbow down. And he had, so one regular grip on the bar. And then I think he had like a strap that went around yeah, the bar and attached exactly. to his Hooks arm. on a strap. And then mm-hmm. he cleaned this insane amount of weight, like well over 200 pounds. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was like, 
I have no excuses. No excuses. And then, and then often like the clean and jerk where then the jerk part where you get the barbell over your head is with one arm, just catching it with the, the one limb. I mean, it, it's so insane. It's, it's so, and that's why I think like when, when they last year kind of stripped even the, the master's divisions and the teens divisions from like televised coverage, people were so upset because those are really the inspirational stories. Like the elite athletes are amazing and I love watching them and it's very, it's cool, but it's also not super aspirational. Like I'm never going to be at that level. Mm -hmm. Whereas I watch like a 55 year old woman throw down doing the CrossFit games and I'm like, wow, well, 13 years from now, I hope I'm still doing this. Like that to me, it's more, you can relate to that. So, so yeah, I think the adaptive divisions this year, there's also visual impairments, um, short stature, seated with hip function. So like looking at the folks who are in wheelchairs or have other kind, right? I mean, like other kinds of, of adaptability. And it's, um, it, I, I was just so amazed that CrossFit has really put in the work to finally start walking the walk of, um, yeah, but what it means to actually say we're creating fitness that is accessible to literally anyone who just says, I want to improve my life through getting more fit. And I think it's not only good from like an athletic point of view to be, you know, it's very, if all you're ever presented with is the people who are elite. Right. And most of us are, are, are not going to ever become elite athletes. Then it, it is a little disheartening when you're like, because if that's what you have to compare yourself to, then you kind of feel like you're constantly right. behind the curve. Right. And it's not just athletic performance, but also when the only images you are presented is of, you know, people who are super lean and shredded and and you start to believe that that's the only way you you can look if you're going to be able to succeed at this or like that's how you should Or that's what healthy looks like. Completely normal and completely healthy. Like when I first started CrossFit back in... I started to dabble in it in like 2013 like I was not really aware of any of the elite athletes like wasn't how I thought that I should or needed to to look but then the more I became immersed in it and that's what I saw I was like oh this is what I need to look like and then as I did more of it I started to be like oh these are the kind of times and the kind of weights that I should be chasing and it's like no it's a bit like kind of looking at the Olympics and looking at elite runners and being like, oh, well, that's what running looks like. Right, that's, yeah, that's what running looks like. When it's actually <laughs> not. Like, if you just kind of stroll out of your front door in the morning, you probably see some yeah. very normal looking people yeah. running at a very normal pace. And that's also running. So I think it's really cool to be able to have more access. I mean, pe- people of all ages and shapes and stuff have been doing the sport of CrossFit for many years. But yeah. To have people of different shapes and sizes and ages and people who don't look like you and people whose bodies don't work like yours, you when you see that all the time, that becomes normal yeah, and acceptable, which also means that you can then look at yourself and be like, half of you can be like, well, no excuses. If they're doing it, I should do it. But then you can be looking at them going, okay, what I've got going on, that's just fine. Like yeah. I can do this sport. And I don't have to either perform like or look like the people in that we see in like the the noble ads or whatever, which also brings me that I hope 
Noble is a clothing brand that now sponsors the CrossFit mm-hmm. Games. Mm-hmm. I hope that in some of their advertising, they also yeah. bring in yeah. some people that don't look like they're, you know, that don't just have the perfectly yeah. chiseled physique and, you know. Well, that, yeah. And I mean, it's true. That takes us back to a lot of other conversations we've had around advertising, right? And like what happens in marketing and in the world of you know, what we see on television and in magazines doesn't always line up with like what people say they're doing. Although I was, I will say another thing, uh, all the things we've learned about photography from your lovely husband. <laughs> um, I was having a conversation with him recently about stock photography. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of, you know, photographers just do stock photos that then people can pick up for smaller, you know, amounts of money. It's kind of like clip art, on, you know, the photography version of like paying for licensing on, you know, graphics and things um but he was saying that there's a lot of demand now for um like kind of athletic and sports and outdoor kind of stock photography of different body types Mm -hmm. right which which makes me think and hope that a lot of these brands are starting to recognize that people want yeah people want to see what it actually means like is my body type represented is a wide variety of body types represented and i think what's tough with like brands like noble and born primitive and a lot of like these crossfit brands is they're they're all created by crossfit athletes a lot of them right or yeah. like are involved in the actual business and so they're usually using just photos of themselves so these are elite crossfitters selling products for elite crossfitters and they're just using their own photos and um their own their friends and their yeah so it's definitely i i wonder i wonder if you know something like that the announcement where that you know a woman in her late 60s a a middle-aged man who's you know by by certain standards you know rather overweight like are we going to start seeing that kind of representation of like, this is CrossFit. This is what, and I mean, yeah, Noble makes shoes. There's no reason why, uh, right. I mean, it's not like they're only making sports bras. So it's like, Oh, are these only going to be people that like we want to see with their shirts off? Like there's really no excuse for a shoe company to have any kind of body image type, um, kind of blind spots, I guess, because it's shoes. (laughs) So if anybody is listening who is either participating in the open or any kind of sport where they know that there's going to be an audience, a crowd, people watching, pictures being taken, and they (laughs) start to stress over what they should wear or should I take my shirt off because maybe you're living somewhere that's hot right now, whatever. What do you say to them? I mean, I would, I would point to the example you gave about why you took your shirt off. Like, I feel like every decision, every decision we should make in, in like the gym, well, when you're on like any kind of fitness journey like that, it should be about you, mm-hmm. right? Like what, what is serving you in that moment? And if taking your shirt off serves you in some way, if it helps you celebrate something, you know, you've been working toward with your body, if it's just hot af and you're just like i'm freaking sweating my ass off and i i'd like a cool breeze on my skin that's mm-hmm. about you um and and i mean i think you know what we learned from from dave about photography is like a professional photographer will probably also have you know their own kind of ideas about like not putting out unflattering photos or things like that 
Um, so it's hard to not focus on the photos being taken, but I think just kind of own that and maybe go through what you and I've talked about, which is like, look at some of the old photos of yourself or new photos of yourself and, and get some other people's opinions. Like ask people who love yeah. you, be like, what do you see in this photo? Cause chances are really good that unless you have friends who are jerks, in which case I'd say get rid of them. Um, they're <laughs> keep right. The photo, like, get rid of your friends. Keep the photo, get rid of your <laughs> friends, supposedly. <laughs> um, like they're going to, you know, they're going to say like, wow, what are you doing? Tell me more about what's happening in this picture. So I think in that sense, like pictures can be fun from competition. I think it's actually um, a good challenge. I'm pretty sure that everybody who participates in this open at some point will be presented with a photo where right. rather than celebrate the performance and what that moment meant, they immediately pick up on like one part of their body that yeah. they're going to focus in on and go, oh God, this is terrible. Yeah. I hate this. Yeah. This needs to change. So if you find yourself doing that, I challenge you, don't trash that photo. If you don't feel yeah. ready to post it, don't post it. That's fine. But keep it in your back pocket and really think about why you picked yourself apart and maybe yeah. try like set a date put a reminder in your phone six months down the line work on your mindset work on loving what you can do and understanding that being in a gym pouring your heart and soul into a workout is not you being on a photo shoot where everything is yeah. done like yeah. we talked about bodybuilders and how they yeah. pose and there's hours and hours into like static poses yeah when you're in the middle of like jump roping box jumping slinging a barbell yeah none of those are <laughs> carefully crafted and executed static no. holds in your best possible light squeezing exactly the right muscle yeah. at the right time covered in baby oil with a spray tan so yeah. challenge yourself to put that photo in the back pocket and then in six months time take it out and see if yeah. you can look at it without critiquing Right. The body image, just looking at what was I achieving in that moment? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, like be like, what's happening in that photo? Not what do I look like? What's happening? What am I doing? And I think also, I mean, this is in a competition where me, where you don't know the, the people who are running it or something, it's probably difficult to do this. But, you know, in a gym setting like ours, um, you know, people could also just say like, you know, I'd really rather not have my photo taken. Yeah. And that's totally fine too, right? Like having, um, that, that also is sometimes what serves you in that moment is like, if, if you're struggling with that kind of, you know, self image issue, especially during an open workout, it's like, if you want to be really focusing on, on just crushing it and what you're doing, like you could also just ask the person, like, I don't need any photos taken of me right now. I want to focus on what I'm doing. And I think that's valid too. But, but yeah, I like that. Like I, I, this has inspired me to go, I'm going to go dig out that photo of me deadlifting and, and kind of remember what that day was like and how great I felt doing that workout. And yeah, yeah. Kind of reframe, reframe the judgment of that photo. Heck yes. Well, I think that seems to be a pretty good place to bring episode seven to a yes. close. If you have just done the open, as we said, by the time this episode airs, it will be all over. I hope it went well for you. I hope you came away having learned a few things about places that you can make adjustments and tweaks and holes in your game. But I hope overall it was just a fun experience throwing down with your community of people 
and you came out the other side a little bit fitter, maybe a little bit stronger, and a little bit more inspired. Thank you for listening. Uh, as ever, we always appreciate any kind of review, feedback, got any questions, got any comments, DM us, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>